Nash. Wait a minute. Ooh, oh, there gosh. goes the dynamite. Cutting edge radio. Oh, shit. Hashtag MAGA. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Okay, maybe we can find a testicles, clip. Testicles, testicles. Oh. John, John, John. Text owner. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I should be ready. Hashtag MAGA. All right, It is January the 11th, 2018. Today marks 21 days of the government shutdown, now the longest in history, and neither side seems to be willing to back down. This week in history, Teddy Roosevelt declared the Grand Canyon a national monument in 1908. In 1964, the Surgeon General declared cigarettes harmful. Maybe we can find a clip. And... On January 11th, 2002, the first detainees arrive at Guantanamo Bay, sparking a global human rights debate. Oh my gosh. And speaking of human rights, at the tipsy-topsy of this past week's news is human rights activist and freshman congresswoman of New York's 14th District, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC, as she's now been abbreviated to. Last Sunday, AOC sat down with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes to discuss some of her cool Scandinavian-inspired socialist plans in her Green New Deal. And also, in the socialist headlines this week, he's the Robin Hood mayor of New York City, the big dope from Park Slope, just uh, announced his universal health care plan for all New Yorkers. (laughs) There's plenty of money in New York, he claims. It's just in the wrong hands. Yeah. The question is, was he talking about the $258,750 that annually goes into his? And is a national emergency beginning to loom? President Trump delivered an address from the Oval Office on Tuesday, walked out of a negotiation on Wednesday, and visited CBP agents working for free at the border on Really, Thursday. we are uninformed. Will it now be up to the military to build the wall? I'm Michael Biscardi. I'm John Hassinger. Happy 300th episode. That was fantastic. Uh, Cutting Edge Radio. No, 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 You're Matt Clark. Cutting Edge Radio. You have to say, I'm, I'm, gonna say, I'm Michael John, Biscardi. John, John. I'm John Hassinger. I'm Matthew Clark. So all voices. <laughs> all right, I'll do it again. Ready? Do it again. I'm Michael Biscardi. Oh. I'm John got... Hassinger. And I'm John Hassinger. I mean, I'm Matthew. Oh, Clark. there goes the dynamite. Oh. Okay. Do it again. All right. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. All right. I'm Michael Biscardi. I'm John Hassinger. And I'm Matthew Clark. Oh, oh there goes the dynamite. Get ready to dick. We're coming at you, making history today. It's the 300th episode here in the podcastle. Cute Kamala's music. That was inspiring. To Biscardi, that voice, that voice, and the cadence. Like for for a moment, I was just like listening as if like there was it was like a real 60 minutes update. Like, oh, what's on the what's on the show tonight? I need to unwind. I lost my cue because I wanted to hear more. Right, yeah, yeah I, I totally I, lost my, my place. I can't do any of the good 
classic 60. Well, maybe I could. I'm Mike Wallace. Yeah, I guess I could have done that. I like the Ted Koppel. Frangible. I don't know why his voice is just so easy and it flows and it's comic and witty. Great. You, what you do is you like eliminate the space between your chin and your neck. And you yeah. just talk like this. Because no I have apple. a. <laughs> Is the deal with all I of have that. no Adam's apple. I wasn't born with a penis. <laughs> with a penis. It developed later. Is that ever distracting to you when somebody has like a really bulging Adam's apple? Because yeah. I noticed that actually just this past week. It was it was like, uh, he, he's like, you know, having, uh, it was like a turkey. It looks I, like I, it, it hurts them when they're I talking. Yes. Like, isn't that like, it must be like what it's like for Nick Foles to like scramble with that big cock in the way. It's like when you're trying to talk and there's this thing jumping around in your throat. Don't you agree, Clark? I agree, but I I think it's more distracting when somebody has a butt chin and I'm just like, I can't, I just want to touch it. I I almost want to like kiss it it with my tongue. I want to fill it with like spackle and just like, like help you in your life. I want to unwrap a Hershey kiss <laughs> and put it like upside down inside the, the butt chin. Yeah. I want to find out where you parked your car and key it with a wrench. I mean, I want to take a Hershey kiss and, and yeah, yeah, tweet that. Dick. What was Please. the other impression, Michael, that you did on the last show? It was Ted Koppel and another news one. Yeah. Uh, was it, uh... Uh, it was the guy that was the guy that kind of talks the same way. Testicles, yeah, Brian, testicles, and uh, Gerald Ford died testicles, testicles. I forget who he was, was eaten by a pack was of wolves. It, uh, Tom, Tom, again, you got to do this with the Adams apple. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brokaw. Brokaw. Tom Brokaw, so- right. There's a, there's a sketch in the Dana Carvey show, the short-lived but brilliant Dana Carvey show, where uh, Tom Brokaw wanted like six months off. So they made him like film all these like possible news breaks of people dying and it was like Gerald Ford died dead today. He was eaten by a pack of wolves. And he's like, tragedy no. today is former President Gerald Ford was eaten by wolves. He was delicious. There's, there's no way that's gonna happen. And they're like, hey, you know what? He likes to camp, and you're the one that wants six months in Barbados. So we gotta read the line. Right. I think that's where they got some of the bits from Anchorman from too. Is those discarded sketches? Yeah, like recycled oh, some of those. I think some of the same writers were involved. That's why they sound like that. A lot of the Ron Burgundy ones are like. And in other news, uh, a pack of wolves. I enjoy you know, your uh, pineapple kasha. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I admire your uh, your friendly's um, uh, rhubarb Sunday. <laughs> Munchy mania. <laughs> Down to Tag Medless Gingerbread uh, Tweet us, the underscore podcast. So it is indeed episode 300. It Finally. is January 11th, 2019. Now and it is uh, episode oh, 300 with an asterisk because we recorded a 300th episode and due the to. lost 300th episode. You know what? Oh. I was, it, it, you know what? It Monday was a good started. show, but uh, the 300th show can't be a good show. It needs to be a perfect. It needs to be a great show. Perfect. Needs to great be show, yes. really, oh my gosh. Really fantastic. Okay. Oh my gosh. Great. It's great. Steel slats. Uh, so do you guys want to get into we were talking on the thread uh up at um the Podcastle Studios um in Vancouver. Oh my gosh. Satellite substations about painting. And um uh, do you is, do you want to get into that now or do you want to wait? Because uh Yes, well as you know. No, let's wait. Uh so 
Let's wait. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's wait on that one. You want to wait? Wait a minute. Let's talk about nothing for. Wait a minute. Seventy-five minutes. Let's let's ramble. Biscardi, you had to paint like a room, many rooms. Uh, I'm gonna do the whole house except for one room. Many rooms. Uh, And I've gotten one wall in one room in this new home that I've just purchased a week ago. Congratulations. uh, I know, man. Gosh, it feels like over 300 episodes you've been. Trying to get to this moment. To that house. Oh, oh God, this has been such a headache. I never want to go through this ordeal again unless fuck? I just have cash. Cold hard right. cash to slam oh, down like uh, I'm... Uh, that eliminates. Well, like, I'm, like I'm the president himself who could just buy real estate. Real estate. That like eliminates so much red tape when you just have cash. It's like, oh, all of a sudden there's like 19 pages we don't have to sign. It was ridiculous. I, I was hearing I was approved for a loan probably about 19 times before I finally Spatials got approved upstairs. and closed. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if it was the same for you, but, um, you know, well, I did a VA loan. I, well, I take advantage of the benefit. Yeah, why not? But it's really a pain in the ass because the VA, even though they give you, you know, this great benefit that you've earned at the same time, it's punishing just to go through the whole ordeal because they really drag you through the mud. Like, like Clark, just, we sh- just said, why not? Here's why not. It's almost really, impossible uninformed. to like complete this really, benefit. Really, we are uninformed. Right. The it was just radio. so... It, it was, again, we're going on... I think we talked fuck? about it for maybe three months. Yeah, I'm working on this house deal. More to follow later on, and then you know, like mm-hmm. God's about three hundred episodes. Right, um, there'd be uh, episodes really where we were like, "And what city and one. state is Biscardi broadcasting from tonight?" Right. Yeah, right. The, the, uh, okay, the I'm going to need a signed yeah, letter right. that states that he will <laughs> only be recording out of this domicile after closing. <laughs> I need that signed and dated and notarized, and I, you know, and that's the kind of stupid shit that I had to give them. You yeah, know, a crap. letter saying I would get fuck? a paycheck on this date um, and that this debt would be cleared by this date. And I said, look, you pre-approved oh, me. We're done here. That's it. You got everything. But these pre-approvals, they don't mean shit because it's so easy to lose a deal after the pre-approval because nothing is ever good enough for these lenders. They Just, suck. They need a they give them shoe shine. The lenders are going to be like, um, and how many Instagram followers do you have? How, how many pubes do you usually lose during the pubes? How many likes do you get a week? Yes, your ratio of what are your shares is not as important as your followers to the yeah, follow. right. The house, yeah. uh, without saying the location, is in a very nice area, and I took the liberty of setting up a scout team to record some of the sounds oh, at good. night. Uh, in Michael's new neighborhood, and I would, Michael, with your permission, I like to play um, the ambiance oh, outside your bedroom at night, just oh, to show nice. you how peaceful. It well, is. this is nice. Yes, yeah, this is an exclusive. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> sounds like Chalfant. I think they're crickets. <laughs> Hashtag Those are aggressive crickets. Very aggressive. Yes, I think those were. That Let's go, like baby. Maybe, um, yeah, just uh, crickets, or maybe the fifteen uh, some sex offenders I have registered in the zip code. Oh Do, have no! You, have you I think that's did you do the Google search? I that was like, 
You have. Oh my gosh. I, think that's I, I had to look. Yeah. Like anywhere you in the country, you're gonna have like at least five near you. I haven't Is looked. I should probably do yeah. that to my neighborhood. What's the website? Uh, Megan'slaw.com. Yeah, like, people have their own local one on their local websites, and then oh, right. there's the National Defender Registry, um, which you, you just, Google, just do that right now. I'm going to do that right, right, right now, now for Greystone, Boynton Beach. Clark, okay. are you going to do it for Tarzana? Los Angeles, I'm pretty sure that if you were to put the... It cr it'll um, crash. The <laughs> Okay, uh, familywatchdog.us will tell you the name, and I live in Tarzana, California, and um, I just searched, and it's still loading. Um, each marker on the map below represents an offender. You can click on the marker to see an offender's profile, or click show list. I just want uh, to enter my zip code. Oh my gosh. And... Just 132. Now. Holy shit. Oh my gosh. 436. Oh my gosh. And then there's 43 unmapped oh defenders. What does that mean? Sorry, How many, Clark? About. Unmapped. For 132 mapped defenders oh. in one area. In Tarzana? I guess they haven't Sick. caught me yet. 133. How are we doing it here? All right. Tasteless. Um, the pimple. It, yeah, so that's a. Okay. How many? In the hundreds? Uh, uh, 132. 132. Okay. I have 12. Wait a minute. I wonder how many We're of them are uh, celebrities now. Well, I don't know yeah. how far this, this goes around, this radius. Oh, it's one block. No. Oh. Um, and there's a hundred. Tech boner. Yeah, no, it's, tech they're boner. all close. This is great. Tech boner. Really comfortable. I've been around 132 because I've, you know, Wait in my days of working. Yeah. Oh, no, no, two. Wait two. a minute. There's Sorry. two within like three miles of me, but then if yeah, you go out think, like to ten, there's like uh, 132. I've I've got like three within maybe four blocks. All right. Hey, yeah. I want to mention too. Uh, I mean, don't you think it's just kind of like a free pass to just go up to that guy's house and yeah, and be like, yo, oh. guess what? I know, I know what you did. It's still <laughs> and you can't call the cops on me for doing this. I, I'm just letting you know that I know what you did, and I'm fucking watching you, you creep. It's amazing that you're not in a hole in the ground. Yeah, right. Hey, Ray, um, can you give me that hundred bucks? I, I don't even know you. You don't, but I know you. And you know what? I'm gonna say that you touched my daughter. Or Guess something. what, Ray? Give me some money now. You owe me a hundred, Ray. Right, Ray? Or do you owe me two hundred, Ray? I think you owe me a hundred, or maybe I'm confused and you owe me two. Yeah, but let's you know, call the, the question parole. is, are you better off knowing I have or Google, not Ray. knowing? Because what it, it, you know, like Shark just said, what if the number is just so astounding that you're like, oh, shit. You know, I, uh, I didn't really do my research ahead of time. Maybe I was better off just not knowing this. But then oh, again, shit. I mean, I don't have kids and uh, uh, I don't. It doesn't change been, much I, I don't think your I've reaction to them. By a you still want to kill them. In yeah. quite some time. <laughs> but still, yeah, you want to kill these guys. Been a couple weeks. It's a I don't want to get into finances. They, they, they've earned it. Like there's, it's almost like if they right? look at you wrong, you could beat the shit out of them, and no one is taking their side. Right. Oh, Yo, he sneezed in my daughter's face. He's a fucking sex offender. Oh well, it's a good thing you broke both his legs. Yeah, let it go. Like, who's gonna oh, shit. Yeah, let it go.
convicted sex offender. That way, you know, he did a public service. It's amazing <laughs> that these people are still allowed Got out. Right. Like, I'd let out murderers because, you know, everybody snaps. But molesting yeah, a little is. kid is like a calculated, long, like, it's like second. an experience. Like, you shoot a gun, you kill someone. That's 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 a second. Right. Molestation, I think that's way deeper and way more oh, dangerous. Yeah. That's why there's that code in prison where, like, if right. they know you're a sex offender, they're going like, to shank you in the shower. The first thing they're going to do is ask for your jacket and county, and yeah, then right. they're going to... Say, are you yeah, a chimo right. or chomo? Chomo. And then, oh, yeah. chomo uh, like Jared. And then, the best, uh, worst if nickname. You, if you lie, it doesn't matter because they're going to have your jacket anyway. They're going to get it from you somehow. Biz, yeah, do, do molesters wear like a, like a, some sort of like like indication? Belt. Yeah, I heard they wore like a wristband. Um, I, I, I guess it depends on the jurisdiction. I mean, any right. offender has an ID card typically that you kind of know what they convicted. did right as soon as they they get out it won't it won't, it won't say the the crime necessarily but they'll have a Category. an ID after they get out and it'll have like a red dot saying offender on it and nothing more so that you know if you were to pull up to uh, a gated community or any place I was looking for IDs you're supposed to show that you are an offender and that might um, not uh, deny you access but right. It's but putting everybody, it out there uh, that you are a everybody stay offender. sharp. Eyes up. Yeah. Right. Um, you hear about that, too. But yeah, I think, it, I think it just depends on the jurisdiction, what they make you do. Because uh, I remember Artie Lang talking about that. Like, when he was in jail, he was like, there's three categories. There's regular prisoners, and then there's three categories. There's celebrities, there's murderers, and there's rapists. Yeah. And they kind of are labeled differently. So all the pri all the regular lawbreakers don't kill them. Because obviously oh, right. they're way in, worse. Uh, in prison, in, in federal corrections, oh, uh, they basically the separated them by, uh, well, in the institution I was, used to work at, there was uh, the right. penitentiary, which they had a tough time putting them in. So they put them in the medium or the low, depending on the uh, severity of the crime and, the, and their security risk. But in the medium security, that's where they put most of them. Oh. But, yeah, uh, you read about these programs, too, where it's like... Uh, Hopefully, you know, we're gonna, the three of us will never have to uh, right. like explain that. Oh, I don't. Hey, guess what? I've been I, I there. I'll explain it to all of you. Oh, I'd, oh. I'd kill myself. I would never be, go, no, I, would, I wouldn't last half a day. No, not at all. There, you read about these programs, too, and it's like, you know, we're going to help you get back into the workforce after prison. And I think everyone deserves a second chance, and that's good. But it's all good until that guy, like, robs from you or something, and you're like, oh, right. They're, they were in jail at one point. You know what mm. I mean? Like it's Everyone a, it's deserves a, not everybody, a second chance, but not a second, right. second chance. Right. There's no mind. such thing. Michael Scott, Speaking everyone of, deserves a oh, second, right. second chance. But not a second, <laughs> second chance. Um, I want to bring up uh, the homeless and the, the, the aggression of, of homeless in America today. More specifically, I can, I can only speak specifically for Los Angeles. Um, there's two types of homeless people. There's the guy that's down on his luck that couldn't find a job, and he lost his house. And that's, a, that's sadly a very small percentage. Then there's the other percentage that are just fucking crazy meth heads that are dangerous. And we want to have Jacare on soon to talk about it. But I was in 7-Eleven the other day, and I know you guys have talked about this. And a homeless guy was, like, threatening the clerk. And he's like, can I use your microwave? And the guy's like, no, I, I can't let you do that. It's, the boss doesn't want me to do that. 
And he's like, well, why don't you tell your wife to stop coming around? I won't keep fucking her in the street. He starts going after the guy. Oh the guy's a nice guy. God. I know the, know the guy oh, that works there. Turf. He's a nice guy. So I, gra- I grabbed the homeless guy. I dragged him. I'm not, I'm not a big guy. But I, I know I can no. take this fucking method that's crazy that he is perception. I'm sure his stamina is pretty uh, low. Oh, there goes the dynamite. uh, But this happens all the time. And you always see these like crazy people in the street. You guys have experienced Wait, 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 wait. Clark. I've already spoke about this before. I want to I want to bring it up again. Wait a minute. You're at a seven eleven and a homeless guy's harassing someone and you dragged him out of the out of the store? I didn't drag him. I grab I grabbed him by the arm and like I forced him out. Like you, you, Mrs. Fisher, you were misbehaving, grabbed him by the arm, like almost armpit arm, like upper arm where like he can't really make a move on you. And you just kind of like threw him out of the store. I just grabbed his coat because I didn't want to touch any skin because he was disgusting. Right. I don't know Got what he has. Lesions all I mean, over I, him. I washed lupus. my hand like 50 <laughs> times, but like I, I grabbed him, I pushed him out the door. I, I wanted him to turn oh, around. Oh yeah, and you're like. I, I wanted to beat him up. Because I, I haven't been in a fight in like 20 years, and like this guy was a real dick to this guy. And, and the, the clerk was in there. He was like, this is a great country, you know, and, and people like you make it bad. And, and, and he didn't say that, but he said it's a great country, and it's a shame there's like people like you, and I'm trying to make a living and all this. And I felt really bad for this guy. His name's Raja. He's a good dude. And uh, this guy – but this happens all the time. It's, it's, see this. it's really insane that uh, you sent us wow. this – you kind of like told us about this on the thread a couple of days ago because uh, I, I swear like a day or two before I went to my local uh, oil hole and right. uh, I went to go pick up a uh, can of dip oil hole and right. uh, I went to go pick up a can of dip and uh, it, you know, dude, it's the fucking holidays. I quit it. I quit Wait a dipping minute. for like a couple months and then like. The relatives just bombard me since November. So (laughs) one night I snuck out at like 11 o'clock at night because I knew there was like relatives in the house. I'm like, it doesn't matter if I leave. Nobody will even notice. And I got a can of dip and I'm in the line, but I'm kind of in a rush. You know, I'm like worried. I'm like, everyone's asleep. But what if someone wakes Mm. up and is like, where the fuck is John? Yeah. Yeah, You want to get home. I want to go in and out. So I get in yeah. there, and there is this guy, and I wasn't sure if he was a, a lottery ticket buyer. Oh, because yeah, right. <laughs> because yeah, right. when you're when, Winchesters, when you're at a gas station cashier, it's like you want to you want to transact as fast as possible, right. unless you you're a fucking be. lottery ticket right. buyer. Right. This that, man. This man was. Take forever. This man was neither. Uh-oh. So I'm trying not to listen because, dude, the guy behind the counter, his name's Sanjay. He is as Arab as uh, Saeed Jarrah for the Republican Guard. Republican Guard. So I'm like, and, and the dude in front of me is wearing a black coat, a black cowboy hat, black pants, black boot, boots. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, man. Shawn Michaels. And the guy goes, the old the customer goes, you need to help me pump my gas. And the guy behind the counter goes, I'm the only one here. I can't help mm-hmm. you pump your gas. And the guy right. the guy goes like this. Now remember, I'm behind him, so 
Mm-hmm. I so see. All you he see is him open up the coat. No, oh, he's grabbing shit. his left upper chest, the part of his coat, because there's there's um like medals hanging there, like war medals. He holds those up and goes, "You see these? You should be kissing my boots." God. Jeez. Oh, they were like what army medals? Like that? I like, guess. I guess so. And I'm standing there, and I and and and. and Okay, so the time that I'm at this gas station is during a party that's going on at my house and we ran out of beer and I was going on a beer run. So I'm drunk and I'm hearing this guy give this oh my God. Indian a hard time because it's not New Jersey and we don't pump the gas for the customers here. Right. Oh my God. Like so his way, next line is, his I next line is, ever where? I know. (laughs) Yeah, right. Ribbons on my chest in a t shirt or a sport coat or anything other than the prescribed duty uniform. Please put me on a registry. (laughs) Testicles, testicles. Douchebag. (laughs) Testicles, testicles. My ass. uh, No, he said you should be kissing my boots. I couldn't believe it. I was like, hey. I almost brought out my favorite line. Hey, you know. Did you ever see Superman go around saying, hey, remember when I saved Lois over here? Right. Remember that time? Like, none of the real heroes brag about all their heroic acts. No. But right. I kept Only that like in. some guy who was probably drafted 50 years ago, not to discredit them. There's a lot of my friends at the VFW. Of course. And, uh, they were drafted. And of course. Anyway. That's but assumed. most of them were, you know, at the most, they were privates. Privates, first class. And, and you know, that's prob- that sounds a little bit like this guy. Because a general pills. or retired colonel doesn't do that. And I'd probably say to this guy, you mean to tell me that you never pumped gas before? You were probably bitch boy, gopher, private. You Facial know, the, the poop yeah. the jeep. Facials Go upstairs. That was probably your Facials job upstairs. for the commander. Yeah, so, you'd probably gopher pile, like like toothbrushing the floor. Yeah. So, Good point. So I, I let him say the kiss my boots part. And and the guy says, "Look, uh, you know, I can't leave the store." And guess what? It was like kind of like later in the evening, but it was like busy. There were like people in line behind me, and the guy was like, "Yo, like I'm the only one here. Like I can't pump your gas for you." Right. The guy goes, "Your people come to our country and steal oh. our jobs." And that moment, I oh, slam my hand God. on the on the on the counter. Whoa. Like wow. literally in this moment, I know I could kick the shit out of everyone in the building. So right, I, exactly. I fucking slam my hand on the table wow. and I say, shut the fuck up. You racist asshole. I can pump your gas for you if you stop giving this guy a hard time. And he looks at me and he goes, can you help me? <laughs> I, was like, I just wow. made like a scene here. Kind of, I kind of just made a scene here, and and this guy, like I, I'm at this gas station every other day, so the gas station attendant looked at me like I was Jesus, and I was like, I'll take care of this hick, and I was like, come on out side with John me, you fucking asshole. I was like, you you owe this. I'm gonna pump your gas for you, but you need to go in there and give this guy an apology because he takes the job from the lazy asshole so you're fucking you're retarded yeah so anyway taking I, the gas and put it in his car but like but john is the man light it up and then run really quick now so that, 
Good for you, though. So I walked this, oh, there goes this the brittle boned man out to his out to his car that I think was a like a Mercedes, you know, like it was like a boat. It was like a giant mm-hmm. car that he shouldn't be driving. And right. and and I'm like, how much? What what kind? And he's like, um, the middle one. Who whoever fills go. their car with the middle one? Right. Uh, yeah, I right. Do. Premium. I use, do you, I use 89. Yeah, right. That's why I'm asking. I'm like, Biscardi, whoever uses yeah. the middle one, it's either regular or like a Lexus. Yeah, I use – so this Ram that I have, the 1500, mm-hmm. it's a 5.7 liter, and it, it's compatible. It can run on any of them. It can run on 87, but uh, there's all kinds of issues. If you run on low octane, you can blow an oxygen sensor, oh. and, that, and then you got to get a new O2 sensor. Oh. Anyway. I knew um, you would it, know, like, car chat. the science you know. behind anyone who uses the middle one, because yeah. I, I, you know. I wouldn't know. I've been driving yeah, since 97. You, there were some places, though. I've never used man. the middle it's one. It's like regular 87, 89. It's the difference at two octanes, whatever you call them. Two yeah. levels of octane. And it's like a 30, 40 cent difference sometimes. What's the worst um, that can happen? Yeah. And then, of course, the the ninety three, and in Jersey, and I believe Pennsylvania, I think, has ninety five racing fuel octane at the Sunoco. If I remember, cutting edge radio. I believe you're right. Um, no, I put in eighty nine only because uh, it runs a little bit better, My memory a little bit cleaner. Correct. But uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little cleaner, too cheap right? to always be putting in the ninety three. Yeah, it's just recommended eighty nine. It, it cleans. But it's you're right. Most, cleaner, right? Yeah, most vehicles, if it's high compression. You put in ninety three. Um, if it's a low, small engine, four cylinder car, you're gonna get regular unleaded. But when I had the three fifty Z, I'd have to put the higher octane in. It was like recommended to do that. Otherwise, it would just like burn slow and, and it would damage the the car. I think. Yeah, because the yeah, geniuses who built that thing were that dumb. <laughs> we're <ripped> off. <laughs> uh, do you know? No. Guys... Uh, so anyway, so I walked this human corpse out to his car and and he tells me to use the middle one and i look at him like he's got five heads i'm like no one no one ever uses i don't think the middle one is gas i think it's just right. like to make it look, look even filth. <laughs> and why can't he pump his own gas if he can drive like it's not like it, it doesn't require if you're moving a, a i'm pretty sure because his bones are like full of shrapnel from like world war ii <laughs> like seriously no this guy was like not able to lift the thing so i was like okay you do need help you're being a dick about it but like you need help right, you did some right. stuff that probably allows me to wear this cartoon character on my shirt so i'll pump your fucking gas old man so i get out there and and talk about the most awkward moment in your life because you know you don't fill up a gas tank in two seconds so i'm like i hook it in I hit the middle one, even though I thought something weird was going to happen to me. And the gas is pumping. And I'm sitting there. And, you know, it's it's reeling. It's getting the money. And I'm standing there, and I'm looking at the ground, just thinking, like, what should I say to the, Like, should I say anything to him? Like, I feel like I've done enough. When I was in that moment, and I slammed my hand on the ground... I don't even know if I thought to do that. I think my body just like reacted and like three seconds into it, I realized what was going on and I was like making a stand for civil rights. And I was like, holy fuck, how do I keep, how do I keep this going? How do I wrap this up and not like, you know, like 
it's I don't I didn't want it to be all for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. Yeah, you wanted a, you wanted a payoff. You're trying to do the right thing. I mean, that, you did a good thing. So the guys, okay. so the gas things, the meter's going, and the guy looks at me and he goes, "You know, I bought this car back in '95, uh, and uh, and this is after I screamed and made a scene and told him to apologize yeah, to the Arab. He's just like, I don't care. I just, I'm just gonna talk yeah, to this kid. Pathetic. He goes, Have you done any service? I'm like, I just serve no. you. I yeah. just serve you. Yeah, right now. I just served you. Damn it. I'm like, been like ops, black ops. I'm like really yeah, upset yeah. right now that I didn't think of that comeback to him because it was just a me. Because like I was just so angry. I was just like, no. Yeah. I was he an old guy? Was he like an elderly Clark, man? He was like, like just, he, just he had to be in his 90s. Gone. Had to be in his 90s. Really? Like maybe fought in uh, World War One. Check your facts. Old people, man. They shouldn't uh, be driving. No, they shouldn't. Oh my God, I got stuck today behind a handicapped bus. You know the shuttles. The guy was doing ten miles under the speed limit. I was on a back road that was thirty-five already. So he's doing like I'm doing twenty-five here. I'm like, you know, these people probably want to be neutral, rolling down the hill. Longer to live. Yeah, speed it up. Don't want to die here. (laughs) Come on, Tojo, put your foot in the pedal. Let's go. Like they should, yeah, they should hire though. the best drivers ever to handle those fucking buses, yes. and they hire people yes. that like belong in those buses. Oh yeah, yes. like former. They need to hire like former NASCAR racers, but instead <laughs> they have the guy that's like, "Are you a passenger? No, I'm the driver. Get in." Dale you know, Jr. is retiring. That would that's be a great job for him. Who? Dale Jr. Oh yeah. Earnhardt yeah. Jr. is retiring, just to make some, just to keep him busy, just to get him out of the house. Yeah. Keep things, keep the day, broke, break up the day a little bit. That's a, that's an amazing story, though. You helped that man, and uh, despite what he did, man, a lot of people wouldn't have done that. Yeah, I filled up his tank, and then at the end I said, look, you, you got to go back in there because obviously you don't have a credit card and you're paying in cash. So you need to go back in there and you need to say, I'm sorry, and you need to pay that guy. Did he apologize? Guys, I sat in my car to watch him do it after 20 minutes. I left. I left. He went to his car. The clerk shoots him. He went halfway to the door, turned back around, went back to his car, got more thing. I was like, you know what? It's probably a good thing I didn't have a good relationship with my grandparents because I would feel so bad for this guy right now. And at this point, I'm just so fucking tired of him. I just left. Yeah. No, he doesn't deserve sympathy. I mean, a little empathy. I'm sure he's done some time in the combat zone, it sounds like. Um, But again, if if I ever (laughs) wear anything more than a veteran hat, I I have a hat. I rarely wear it. In fact, I don't even know where it is. Um, They're nice. Yeah, hats. I, then you, you aren't they sharp, uh, Clark? Those are like to, nice hats. To call me a douchebag because I just I don't need to to do that. I don't. It's see, like don't Superman know. doesn't I, use I his. He doesn't them. walk around with his shirt unbuttoned with the like logo right. kind of showing. Like he does it see, secretly. Bikers, this arm you know, here is from uh, from Charlie. I, I ripped it off in seventy. I used to drink with a lot of leathernecks. All right, and that, that they used to wear their colors in the bar. What's a leatherneck? Um, like a biker. Leatherneck is a biker gang of uh, ex-marines. Oh. And um, you know, good guys. They do a lot. Guys, you, know, you never want to mess with. You know, 
Um, and so they'll, if you're part of a biker group, that's different. Or the VFW, you know, the, a lot of the guys in the VFW, I don't, I'm a member of the VFW, but I don't even really wear so much as the hat, the, the hat with, anyway, and people wear their, their ribbons. I don't feel the need to do that. I don't condemn anybody who does for that purpose. But yeah. to wear it out in public and show it off, you know, like wearing a combat action or a, or a combat infantry uh, stitching on my shirt it or just, my jacket or something. It just your, reminds your, me. It's collection sweater. It makes me think of like, okay, I know it's pretend, but like superheroes are written by men. What if like superheroes were like, yo, I saved her. Right. I yo, saved her. D I did you see that. me save her? And that's like, okay. Who does that? Yeah, right. because you're like it's like people that wear like the, you know, uh, Enterprise eighty two hat and then an Enterprise jacket and then it's like I get it, you served and I appreciate that. Yeah, but Thanks. you want and, and, people and, respond. And I'll show my, I'll show my appreciation. There was this one guy I remember when I was stationed in Texas. There's nothing to show off more. Yeah, I was at a Denny's on a lunch break and I was in uniform. I always hate going out in uniform because I. I never liked the that attention. That looks fucking sharp. So I bet you your wife goes crazy when you're all like ironed up right out of the dry oh, cleaner. Yeah. Clean yeah. shave, hair is perfect. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a gay man, but I know there's nothing better than a man in uniform. Like there is really true, isn't. Though? Like we look at our true. absolute best okay. in those uniforms. Cops, military, whatever. They love it, but I have to Super ask here. a question, though, because I, I have obviously, in the United States military, so I don't know what it's like to wear a United States military uniform whenever in public to get girls, but I had to, done that with the grammar Nazi outfit, and people seem to be offended. You know, when I go into bars <laughs> and I have the, the SS, the Luftwaffe general's uniform on, people, like, they don't buy me drinks. I bumping into, like, right? a lot of history buffs who, like, understand what that, that is. A tribute to Trump, I believe. Or oh, big gosh. SS leather. No, but one time I saw this guy yeah. wearing just a hat, like, he, you know, a veteran's Folk. hat. And this woman, this Find unknown anonymous woman, uh, I was just told anonymous. she was a woman, bought me a drink. And all I know is she was a woman, and, and they wouldn't tell me who, or uh, not drink, I'm sorry, bought me a meal. This was at Denny's, not at Oh, wow, full meal. A drink out. This switched and from bought me a drink to bars. bought me an American Grand Slam. And so I said, all right, tell you what. See that guy over there? Give me his check. You know, because I didn't like people buying me oh, stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, I am. So I am. I, said, I am more skeptical than. I am more skeptical. I like skeptical. That. I am more skeptical of people who buy me things than people who steal from me. Ooh. So yes. I throw that out there. Sorry. Because you're like, what do you want? You can find you me. A drink. It's like here's the pitch. What are you selling? What are you Frangible. doing? Oh, yeah. Frangible. But I do like uh, when people show vets respect in Dale public to town. tackle this gingerbread latte. Today. I'm always skeptical of bums trying to shake my hands for service. Oh, yeah. Ooh, you there goes the dynamite. No, you can't touch them. I don't give the bums. You know why? Yeah, right. I don't ever. Because I feel like I'm a sneeze away from becoming one. And I'm like, fuck you. If I can fucking do it, then there's no reason you shouldn't do it. I'm always two weeks away from becoming a bum. Me too. You know? I feel like I am a bum who somehow oh, has a wife in a house. <laughs> this was what bothered me so much. Uh, and I don't know if I should be bothered by this. But uh, another reason you. I always hated going out in uniform was whenever I'd be in uniform in a slum area for whatever reason, which, you know, I don't know why it would be. But I remember I was stationed in Little Rock, a lot of slums around. 
And if I had to be somewhere and I didn't have time to change, um, you know, I'd be a target for bums coming up. I'd get bum rushed trying to fake the thank you for my service. But they, they here's a guy, they know he's employed. A lot of times it'd be other veterans because, you know, there was a VA um, hospital right. around and they just sort of hang around there. And they tell you their war story and try to assimilate. And, you know, because they, they think they're on the they, – they've set up a rapport with you. Now you owe the money. Your, and your brothers. Like, you know what pisses me off? Yeah. Now people – you keep doing that, flashing the vet. I'm a vet. Give me money because I'm a vet. Everybody's going to think that we're all going to be – just like stereotype, yeah, and that the U.S. doesn't right. take care of their troops or something, right. right? And and we just go to war, come back, and then we don't have jobs for the rest of our lives, you know. It's, and it's a bad like, stereotype. I tell these guys, why don't you just stay in? Oh no, I got out. Well, then but why? Oh yeah, you had like the greatest job security. Why you did you leave pension. it and complain about it? Right, well, it's like any job. If you're in the oh, military, like you were in a war politics. zone. Yeah, but if you're in the military or not, it's like you had an opportunity to do something, and then you got out of that. Let's say it was another job, and you didn't do anything since. That's not the military's fault. It's it's your fault. You know, I, I get it. I get like, it. You might have seen things that mess with you, but there are programs, and there's a way to help yourself. And and I'm, like I'm, yeah, I'm very you against know, the. Uh, I was you're signing up. Fun. You're signing up for potentially going to war. Right. If you haven't wrapped your head around that yet, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. I, literally, I'm sorry, but plan but, ahead. Mm-hmm. Plan, plan accordingly. There was a guy at the liquor store that left <laughs> the other day with, to the with bed a sign, and he had camouflage uniform on, and he had a sign to bet, but the uniform wasn't matching, and there was a hat that he was wearing that wasn't matching, and the guy's like, did you see that guy with the fake vet uniform? And I said, yeah, that like wasn't like a real like uniform. It was just some guy pretending to be a vet, but it, like it wasn't working. It was like blue pants with like the urban oh, yeah. gray and white uh, shirt. Like didn't it was, we it talk was about this before? Like there was there were old men going around with like phony looking veteran jackets and hats, and like you know yes. making money from it. Yeah, they're trying to well, capitalize. What's it called? Like stolen valor. Stolen valor. Valor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's like There's a lot of videos out there. That's like the people worst thing you can balls. do as a human. People, there was this one dude you went to I war. saw. I saw this one video of a guy. He was wearing like master sergeant rank. He was outside in a courtyard of a college campus, and he's looking all fucked up. He's got a his ACU uniform on. He's not got no cover on outside, so he's got a bare head, no hat. Mm. He's got all these ridiculous. Uh, patches on his arm in places some of them in places where they're not supposed to be and you know he's got like ranger sapper uh and um special forces all on one sleeve he's uh got you know the hands in the pocket and he's wearing you know ridiculous rank and so he gets called out by this guy the next ranger and uh the guy, of course, starts quoting the army regs, knowing that this guy is not going to know anything. And anyway, the dude's not really paying attention. Of course, the college kids don't want to see a scene, so they're all like, "Hey, man, why don't you just calm down?" And of course, this guy's showing them their tattoo. No, this guy needs to take Yo, 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 yo! Be sensitive, man. Be sensitive. But see, I would <laughs> Those have are the college more kids. fun. I would have more fun with a guy like that if I. I'd be like, okay, I'll get viral, but yeah. you know, I'm going to make this guy humiliate himself. 
Um, yeah, quiz them. That's how I would approach it. You know, I get, I hate stolen valor, but at the same time, I, I'm gonna have some fun with somebody if I see. I never have. Yeah, um, but have fun with them if you do. It's a, it's yeah. disrespectful and it's, it's illegal too. Um, it's it's very disrespectful to people that put on the uniform or have put on the uniform to have somebody. It's like somebody, you know, dressed up like a cop, being like, I'm a cop, pull you over. It's like you're disrespecting. Uh, it's like, look, y- yo, they have the worst job in the world. And also they have the, like, at times the worst career in the world. They have right. to go murder people. You don't get to pretend to be like them. No. They <laughs> it's yeah. like you, don't, you, don't you dress up like Batman. Well, you're not really Batman. That doesn't exist. Right. And you're going right. to cause more problems. Right. Yeah, it's like when I dress up like a woman on Fridays and go to West Hollywood. I don't. <laughs> Wait a second. Can we edit that out? Are we live? No, that's good though. I mean, if you if we're birds and you want to give us some food, you can see us. But if you want some social media time with the podcastle, you can tweet Dickless. at the underscore podcastle. Um, how tactful? I want to ask you guys this: What is the tactful way to let somebody know that they are experiencing halitosis? Otherwise known as uh, halitosis, otherwise known as bad breath. Um, oh. Yeah, it happened to me. I was going to comment on that actually. Let's dick this. Yo, guys, I, guys, Adam's I got to pee. Can can uh, we take a two minute break? I just got to piss. We'll return. Let's take a break. Right. I'm not even going to stop recording. Don't sign off Skype. I'm just going to pee, and I'll be right back. All right. So it's, it's the I'll New York minute now. Oh, I need a brewski poo now. I'm having a break. All right. Anakin time. Oh, shit. You're just as bad as the idiots on Twitter. You're not like, yes. you're just, you're you're and theorizing. You're a blogger. Self, you're on Reddit. Self- uh, it's, it's Dr. Grant as, uh, Hugh Grant as Dr. Grant. Uh, there's a bit of family a members are unsubscribing uh, right yeah. now. Uh, and here's Matthew Clark uh, by himself uh, talking to himself. Uh, we shall return precisely after this. Welcome back to the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick bringing you more classic hits on W Balls. W Balls, W Balls, W Balls. Welcome to the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick. How ahead of their. I, I equivalent Dr. Dre and Snoop, what they did with oh. those two albums, to what George Lucas did with Star Wars in those three original movies. Nothing, it'll, they'll never be able to capture what they did in that moment no. because of the time that they did it. And they did it so quickly because it went away like very quickly. After. Oh God, remember? I remember like- if You didn't hear about it. it. Like Chronic came out in 92 and Doggy Style was 93. In 94, it was over. 
it was over. It was 94 done. was like the worst year ever. Baseball strike and rap ended. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Snoop rap and Dre broke know, up. I like finally saw, speaking of which, I finally saw what? Straight Outta Compton a couple weeks ago. Oh, Actually, I think it was Christmas play. holiday. It Giamatti. Was yeah. Um, Giamatti. It was so good. Giamatti. I had no clue yeah. Giamatti was in that movie. Oh, yeah. And then he, he showed up Harry as Hiller. like the one guy that like knew that they could make money. Yeah, he was. He was. I jerk off to him. His office was like in a CD uh, record pressing plant. It is so funny. I used to see when I would see Paul Giamatti because he used to live in my old neighborhood. He just would walk around so. Uh, like he, he, you recognize, he he blends well. But I mean, if you know his work and he's been in a lot of stuff and he's kind of a household name, you know who he is. But he just, you know, walks season the street, three, flash. season four of Billions might be like the best television show of 2019 because that exactly. show is so good. And now those two guys who have like fucking hated each other throughout the whole series are now like on the same team. Oh, like Negan. Right. It's like Negan and Rick becoming teammates. Interesting. Mm. It's like Juan Samuel and Sammy Sosa hanging out. And Jose Rio, number 38 for the Oakland A's. Yes. Drafted by the Yankees in 84. Oh, baseball. Baseball spring training will be next month. Yo, isn't this the best koozie ever? Like, I have so many koozies in this house, yeah. but I was given this koozie, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to use any other ones. It's what the drawing. It's the drawing of Heisenberg from season three of Breaking Bad. Oh, Heisenberg, <sighs> that's a koozie. Oh, floozy makoozie. Goodness gracious! Did you see uh, Brian Cranston on? Uh, yeah, that show, Good Morning yes. Football. Which is yeah. such a funny name for a show. And it my, is. I saw the clip. My buddy's been telling me to watch that show for like two years now, and I can't get away from Mike Greenberg. I love Greenberg. I love my, my Jew in the morning because, I Howard, Jew. I don't have serious. With a nice bagel with locks at your Dunkin' Donuts, and you're, you're complaining about the tax Ice coffee. Sales, the sales tax that you paid. You don't think it's going to good use. And you're going to argue over the bill 27 different times. Yeah, but that's it what works. I do. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. So we are here. Episode 300 is plowing on. And uh, we want to talk about bad breath. It's cutting, cutting edge radio. And uh, I think I think this topic is literally the most relatable topic we've ever discussed on this show. Because yeah. bad breath is something that, that, like, I don't know, biz like n- no one talks about it like 99.9% of the people will just deal mm-hmm. with someone with bad breath no. they won't mention it it's like the gay in the family it's, it's the unspoken topic you just don't bring it up yeah peter uh peaches is really hanging out with the a lot gay of the boys the yeah he's gay mom no i mean he's, he's, he's... the first show 301 the gay in the family uncle peaches <sighs> Yeah, I'm around. I think a, we may a, need to start getting paid for me to talk about that. Uh, a colleague, if family. you will. Anyway, uh, there's somebody yeah. I see regularly who's got bad breath. I don't know how to tell him. The other people that are around him, we all kind of we we, we know we we talk about it every now and then. It's bad, but yeah, Scardy looks like Captain Marvel from Watchmen right now. Mm-hmm. Like he's like you're like all blue. <laughs> Scardy looks kind of. 
like an experiment gone wrong and he has superpowers. <laughs> Looks like Aliens, the sequel Can to Aliens, directed by James Cameron. I've never seen it. The bluish tint. Okay, good. Total Recall. I like it. It's, it's scary. It's sexual. Never seen it. <laughs> However, they uh, they they kill a big villain in the Avengers Infinity War because Spider-Man goes, have you ever seen that really old movie Aliens? And Iron Man shoots a hole in the spaceship and the bad guy gets sucked out of it. I guess that happened in Aliens. Yes, yes, the Queen Alien gets sucked out. Oh, speaking oh. of bizarre sci-fi movies so i finally saw bird box as well oh yes oh, the most talked about non-theater movie in the last 10 years easily right not sane, right yeah she's got memes all over like everything's become a meme whether the topic is sports or politics or whatever of sandra bullock you know her face superimposed over somebody's body um, like the kicker from the the Bears. This was a funny one I saw. The one guy who missed the second field goal. <laughs> that was the best one that I saw. It was Sandra Bullock with a blindfold kicking that yeah missed so field goal by Cody Parkey of the Bears. More on that was Sports with John. What would that Sports with John? Is Sports with John going to still go on? Because I'm really worried, no. worried about that. No. I announced it in the intro. As everyone listening right now, Sports with John, this will be this show will be the last time we last ever do it. Oh. I've had enough. That's like the girlfriend in high school being like, "This isn't working right after you had good sex." <laughs> and you're like, like "But I thought I, we were going to get married." Yeah, I thought. And I'm, I've decided I'm so sensitive. to go a different route with the news with Bist. I'm going to open it. We'll talk about it later. And oh. and that'll be it. Oh. Big news right now for me is I just finally painted a wall. I've got a whole bunch left. A whole bunch left. Uh, <laughs> the painting. I want to mention the painting stories. The um, I'm not a painter, but I only painted one time in my life, and it was with this um, lady, in, in before I moved to L.A. in Pennsylvania, and she was kind of hot. She was a single like mom. And uh, she was well talking about Scarty. You know, I won't mention names. Scarty Many pornos kids. start off this way. And um, I said, "Oh, I'm a good. I'm a, I can paint. I can paint your house if you need help. I, I can paint one of the rooms." I had no idea what I was doing. I just wanted to get in that house, and I could turn up the heat. And I was like, "Yeah, well, if you want to come over for dinner, you know, I'll set it up. That would be wonderful." I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll gladly paint it. I could have ruined this person's house. Nailed it. Nailed." The painting job, like this, looks so good. Ooh. I was like, "Yeah, it's all about." Like by accident, you are an amazing painter. All, and I was, and I was willing to be like, "Look, I don't know how to do this. I just wanted to, you know." But I was like doing it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's all about the layers and easy." You were like, stroke. "If this and goes south, that isn't real." If this goes yeah. south, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, guess what? I really only wanted to paint your house to get inside your house to get inside you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all about even strokes and going against the grain. Light, fluttery butterfly strokes. You know, like I'm using like swimming terms, but um, paint but the fence. I don't. But I, I think painting I would love though, because it's very therapeutic and you have to be like alone but and it like concentrated. But it's yeah, not. Yeah, but right? it ain't. No, it's very tedious. It's very mind numb. It's very frustrating. Uh, there was a like period house of my life painting I worked for, in is the painting union. It was a very short-lived oh period of my life. Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Wow, now I really know how much it sucks." But I wanted to learn the trade <laughs> it because sucks. it pays to 
learn a trade, but it sucks. It just downright sucks. <laughs> but you have to yeah, be very it pays minimum wage it to learn a trade. It can be therapeutic, I suppose, depending on how you look at it. But you got to be focused 100% because it's just too easy to make a mistake when you're dealing with you know, little details, little nooks. If it's one thing, if it's before the house has been built, if you're constructing a house, but after everything's been built around it and you got to paint around it, you got to tape off and you got to sand and you got to clean. So I'm, uh, I, I'm done with one wall so far. And my wife asked me yesterday if I, if she could help. And so I said, yeah, if you want, go grab brush, just do the, cut the corners there. You saw me do it. It's nothing to it really. So she does yeah. it, and I'm and I'm rolling. I got the roller out, oh, yeah. and she. I hear her giggle, and I look up at the ceiling because she, she was painting the brush on the ceiling. Look what I, you know, it was like, uh, like the kid who said, "Oh, look what I did!" He he he. He drew his crayons all over the wall. I did that once when I was a kid. <laughs> and uh, she's what got spots I did? I went to bed. all over the ceiling. Oh. She's got spots all over the ceiling. How do you How? get rid of that? How do you get spots on the ceiling? Yeah, I had spots on myself and on she the was floor. What? She was, uh, she was, she was just not. She was too sloppy with the brush. She wasn't uh, using a roller for the ceiling. No, that was for the. Uh, that's uh, that. When you cut corners, you can't. You got to kind of brush a little bit. Well, you outline. You do the you do it yes, like a puzzle, that, you know, like you do was. the frame. Correct. And then you just what color dude, is the paint? It's the most unrewarding artistic activity on the planet painting your house because you're like, "Oh, I'm painting." But like it, it kind of looks better when you're done. Yeah. So, that's I had to fix dick hour. Hey, by the way, remember Edit, edit. Oh yeah, is that what you're doing? I couldn't understand. Yeah, I was trying to say. Hey, I can't remember, see this you that well. Be the verbal cue. This was going to be the cue. Sorry. Oh no, I just couldn't see. Hold on, busy. Okay. It's a bit. Just, uh, uh, can we? Can we? Uh, I'm just going to write down the time. Don't worry, we're fine here. Okay. No. Um, this one's really for just Clark, actually. I like it though. Well, not it's for everybody, but he's the one who's going to probably. Giggle on this one. All right, so I'll say it again. Yeah, I'm sorry, so, Biz. I'm so drunk. What what, what no, am no, I supposed to ask you? I I, I paused the recording. Ask, oh, what did you do, Biscardi? Okay. Oh, wh- all right. Uh, hey, what did you do, Biscardi? What did you do? Well, naturally, I corrected her. <laughs> <laughs> did she try to interfere or do anything else to stop you? Yes, a neighbor showed up and wanted to lend a helping hand. And in doing so, kicked the paint can over and I corrected them. <laughs> I had to. I-, I threw a fit, though. I was really pissed Correct. off. I felt bad afterwards, well, yeah. but I was pissed off. What do you guys do? Like, what is an example of you throwing. Like, because, you know, we're all grown men here in our mid 30s, but there are moments. Where Tiny we notes. become five-year-olds, and is it like a snap where you just go, "I'm not, I don't fucking care," or is it like a drag, like a gradual? No, no, I don't like no, that. No, I don't like that either. It's a snap, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I'm very sedated and like, yeah, no, sure, why not? Full of opiates. 
what the fuck? Oh my God, I'm so unreasonable. But actually, nothing has been reasonable. And I've just been like saying okay for like the last week. Yeah, yeah, you got to turn it up. But isn't it it's fucking weird? Because it's like, Brent, we've been told our whole lives that we're unreasonable. But we live through right. the unreasonable. And we're like, am I okay to call this unreasonable? Or am I just being me? And for the most part, it's like, if you, yeah. if the three of us are saying something is unreasonable, someone belongs in a straitjacket. So you're being unreasonable. Right. So you're being Alexander, be reasonable. Be re oh, good quote. Be reasonable. Always remember. Uh, I snap. I mean, I just do. You uh, snap. You have to. I have a way of snapping. It's usually pretty consistent, though. Uh, if I snap, it's usually, ah, damn it. Right. Helps. Really? I've seen that. I think that's it. Better, that's better though. Well, I throw things and I, I use the F word in yeah. in in heavy layers. I throw no, things. I, do, I smash I, I things. It up, but that's how it usually starts. And then when I see, like for example, I'm trying to wipe off the paint and it's not wiping off, and then it, you know the urge to kill rises more. <laughs> I tell you, it's better. To, isn't it better to snap though? Than to complain. Yo, wait, 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 <laughs> there it is. That the urge it. to kill rise, dude. That is like, that that may replace. Oh my gosh, the urge to kill rises. The urge to <laughs> because kill the rises. urge to kill rises in me. If there's a I number guess. beyond infinity, that's what it is. The Every yeah, single day I, I with all these relatives. I don't want to get sued because I kind of stole it from the Shinning episode, but we were talking about correction. Corrected her, and I just remember an old Simpsons episode, a Halloween episode on the oh, Shinning. Yeah. Shit, right, kill, rising and um, rising. You know, I can only reference old Simpsons. The show's been on for same here. And a good yeah, what ten or so, fifteen wait, years. Wait, you were like watching. a yeah, oh yeah, it's you like were a, like a like a Simpsons purist. Not a purist, okay. Uh, but I mean the nineties because I was the one house that like neighbors would come to to watch the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean the nineties was the best era for it. I don't know what they talked about on the show now but i don't either right. it's i, I i've had but like when it was in its heyday i watched one like 10 years ago and it was still funny but it, it doesn't it, the whole candle mm -hmm. family guy because they won't touch like the, the so it doesn't really hold up family guy is the simpsons on steroids right they just do things mm -hmm. that like it's they just get away with anything everything's yeah. funny simpsons can't do that because they that's it wasn't like that they would sometimes be, like, with simpsons all. you kind of like see the jokes coming you know what I mean? Yeah. Like after after three hundred fucking episodes, you're like, well, Homer's gonna do this, Bart's well, gonna do that. I YouTube sometimes though. Oh, they're and I appreciate the I fact love that they were just quick. Oh. You know, like I love them like Silent that Life. I don't have to look for the clips that I remember in my head if I'm amusing myself in my brain. You know, with my yep. ADD. Yep. And I'll think of a funny episode Filling and like, in you know, I'm gonna see if it's on YouTube. And and somebody's already posted it. Because somebody thinks like me and appreciates that same scene. Yes. My favorite one being like the psycho spoof. Oh, there's mother now. Oh, <laughs> watching me. What? What's yeah. that mother? 
stuff like that is great, like the Flaming Moe's one where they do the spoon yeah. cheers or something like right. little My favorite there, Simpsons episode it's got is like when, 11 views, but it's when Homer eats some sort of like gummy thing that makes him like hallucinate. Yeah. The, uh, or maybe the he eats like a hot pepper. Yeah. And uh, yes. who's the guy? The actor, yeah. the good looking actor who does like the voice of like the fox that Homer talks to in like the hallucination. I was yeah. like, this is the Simpsons peak. Anything that they do after this is going to just be like a copy of what they did 20 years ago. Yeah, that's when they like Tracy Ullman show with that yeah. humor. Agreed. The show's been on since the 80s. I mean, it, I, think it, 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 I mean, it, the characters have been around since like 86 because they're they were on the right. Tracy Ullman. Show. Yeah, right. Okay. It's almost it's like Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, and The Simpsons. I have nothing bad to say about all three. Right, they're just timeless. There's just no timeless way that shows. you can say something right. bad about something that's been on television since we've been alive. But hosted oh. by the same people, like yes. Pat Sajak, way back when. Oh yeah, was God? He did like Memphis radio. He had a talk show. He almost um, had like his own Letterman thing, and they were like, yeah, right. "Never mind, you're before yeah. prime right. time." And it's hard to imagine anything else because, like, for thirty something years. He's been watching people spin that wheel and that same woman turn over those letter boxes. Like the greatest, the the greatest jobs and lives. Like, okay, if if like you were an infant and God was like, okay, what would you like to do? I would like to be the person who turns the wheel for a half hour a night. And be a millionaire, and that's all I have I mean, to do. And and, and for, it, it don't for work thirty with those years, people. forty years, right? Those it only works with those people three too. people: Alex Trebek, Pat Sajak, Vanna White. Those three people must just love monotony. They've been exactly. on television for the seven o'clock hour since I have been shitting. Right, right. Who like the Price is Right? Uh, what's the guy's name? Barker. True Carey. Bob Barker. Oh, uh, yeah, Bob Barker. Drew Carey took it over. What's his name? Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Those shows only work. Price is wrong, cast, bitch. Because like Drew Carey took over, but like it was yeah. never the same since. It only works with the original, like Family Feud that has like thirty hosts. That's why it's not like one of those staples like Wheel of Fortune is. You know what I mean? Because they just switch the host. You need the so, same people for like forty years. People so this week, this week has been like absolute, the most high stress week I've ever experienced in my life. My my grandmother-in-law, my daughter's great-grandmother, and my father-in-law have been here every single night. Mm. Five o'clock on, they make dinner, which is amazing. Right. But there's oh a lot gosh. of dead air around making dinner and having dinner and afterwards. Guess what I put on to just what the fuck? put a, put a cum- Porno. <laughs> yeah, but like what category? Be more specific. No, I put on uh, Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. Oh, brilliant! Because oh, yeah. everyone watches it and they play along and we don't have to talk to each yeah. other. You, you could, if you got to get their focus thwarted from something else. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's the most nostalgic game. It's the hook, it's right there. It's the hook. Yeah, nobody's gonna complain. Like, can we turn this off? It's Wheel of Fortune. And and, and if someone guesses, you know, before anybody else, 
you know, we're not changing the channel for that person because that person's like the champion. Like my yeah, uh, like keep my wife's sister, committed. who's like good at nothing, was like crushing it at Wheel of Fortune. I was like, well, I guess to keep her happy from complaining about everything, we'll just keep this, this on. Is what we're gonna do? Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with like Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, dude, it has been on television since we've all been alive? Oh yeah. Nothing has changed. What are old people other than the makeup and the the Golden Girls been off for twenty years? Yeah, I guess they watch. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. And you know what? You know what show? Those guys don't age either. I'm going to make a bold statement here. Speaking of men who don't age, speaking of shows that should not be off television, it should start at six o'clock or six thirty with Double Dare, then Wheel of Fortune, then Jeopardy. Double Dare was like the greatest game show other than those two. It's crazy. It's sloppy. It's a half doing. hour. Now Mark Summers is doing uh, porn. What is he? Spike or HGTV? Now what is he doing? I thought he was on the Food Network. Food Network. I thought he had That's really bad OCD Net- and he couldn't work for a while. Isn't that what happened? That's like, uh, it's like a myth. But no, he cut he cuts my lawn. Clock producer now. Those he studios get basically in front of the camera. I think he does. He produces. Imagine the funk in those studios in oh. the little crevices that weren't oh. cleaned up properly. Oh, gosh. It's like a, right. uh, a puddle of AIDS that fell into a diaper and had an avocado dropped in. Like, it's just not clean. Right. From Brazil. Mark Summers. Yeah, if you had Wheel of Fortune. Mark Summers. Jeopardy. What's, like, the third one, if you could put in that category? So you go Double Dare. Show. You go double there right into Wheel of Fortune because it's fun, and then it's fun, but it's it's clean. Jeopardy's obviously the last because it's all that intelligence. What's yeah. before Double Dare? Uh, the the, the, the warm up show. The warm up show would have to be. Uh, what think? Dynasty or Knots Landing? Some one of those old great soaps. Or maybe Booker. just Gary Pop. <laughs> that was a great show. Remember with William Shatner, who's the L.A. cop? Dynasty? <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I just... And the Hoff, anything from the Hoff, like Knight Rider? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could be like, here are the highlights from Baywatch. Baywatch. They could I just play my that. My parents used to watch Dallas way oh, back yeah. in the 80s. Dallas was like... I never like, watched This Dallas. is us. It was like, everyone watches it. It's the most Dallas? watched show. It was the one show the I'd love to go back to was always All in the Family. Um, I typically go back to the same episodes. Great I mean, show. the show ran for over a decade. Yeah. So there's plenty of episodes. I'm like, yeah, this one's boring. But, I mean, I'll always go back to the same episodes. Wasn't Great <clears throat> All in the Family for television comedy was like Star Wars. It was groundbreaking. It was like not, no one ever – no one even like right. – try like even to this never day. get away with it now. Even to this day, no one can, like, capture that, like, I mean, Married with Children was basically a carbon copy of All in the Family with the jokes that they did. Yeah, yeah, it was the rough around the edges guy. It was like they could get away with it, and it was like, okay, we understand, like, this audience understands that joke. Yeah, they get it. I like when you see sitcoms like that that stay on for a long time. You never get away with All in the Family. Like your Kasha with Pineapple. If Sammy Davis Jr. was uh, alive today, and you know we set the yeah. clocks forward, I guess 
and you know whatever made you change you <laughs> you know that wouldn't right fly. you couldn't do it i mean It'd even be all of did, did, did they, did they go it. too did carol o'connor go too far they couldn't even do that on friend i mean with the the fucked up snowflake culture we have today you couldn't even do that with like some of the stuff on friends like there's an episode of friends where uh i think somebody brings home their asian girlfriend and jennifer aniston's like hello nice to meet you I am from here. Oh, and she's like, I was born in New York. I'm, I'm American. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You, know, like, you would never get away with that today. I think only Larry David gets away with the... Yes. Uh, the or Jerry. Because, because Curb Your Enthusiasm, that was HBO. It was like when Seinfeld went on like... <clears throat> right. Seth Meyers or, or somebody. And he's like, I'm not going to college campuses anymore. Because every other joke I tell, they say... Oh, that's offensive. He's right. like, and the very backbone of jokes is offense. Offense. <laughs> yeah. Mel it's Brooks. So I'm, I'm... Every day I wake up, I hope I can offend somebody. Oh, my favorite is that, great quote. Is that a Mel Brooks quote? It is indeed. That's the greatest quote of all I have ever heard in my yeah. life. It's great. Yep. Because you don't that's learn if you don't offend. Right. right. And, and if you're, if you're uh, talking about being offended, like Jerry Seinfeld... I mean, like, Jerry Seinfeld's a very mild-mattered comedian. His jokes are very on-the-surface. He's, like, the most fundamentally sound comedian. Like, his jokes are, like, almost too perfect. Yeah, your kids like, can listen to it. So if he's offending right. you, you got to do a serious look at, look at the your if, he, if he's pissed off at your sensitivity, all I want to do is offend you're a snowflake, Willie. I don't want to do anything else but offend the, the minions of this democratic <laughs> socialist movement who uh, of snowflakes snowflake uh, generation as 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 uh, Dwayne Johnson put it i i would be i would just be so um, fulfilled feel so whole so whole. if if i could write a tweet to alexandria ocasio cortez that offended her so much she actually tweeted back she i think cried. biz loves her secretly i think we need to set up a meeting Right Yo, know, I feel like if we had her on our show, she wouldn't she would... be able to keep up with like our slang. Right, Clark. Don't no. you? Aren't you like worried about that? I, I'd be like worried. She'd be like, she wouldn't uh, get it. Uh, we'd have to say what? She'd have to go into like a green Komasayama and get schooled. Say what? John. Yeah, she wouldn't get it. She wouldn't be able to keep up. But it's okay because she's so hot. By the way, I watched uh, Rampage with Dwayne Johnson last night at 2 a.m. A terrible movie. You um, watched that? Really that yeah, was really one of like message. the best. That was like contra level Nintendo game. Rampage. Rampage was like Agnew is the only such... one that had it, and I only played it like once. And I watched the movie, and I love the movie. It's just it's 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 bad. But but Dwayne Johnson is good in anything he does, even how even if it's really shitty. I think I would he watch. Like for him. He's like the Schwarzenegger. I like Santa I think I would watch The Rock do the dishes for two hours. What's that? What? I would watch The Rock do the dishes or paint oh, a yeah. house for two hours. Oh, he's great. Well, Steve he Martin, to run for Chevy Chase. But it looks like what we're talking about now is Kamala Harris. It seems like oh, yeah. there's he only black-haired that. women that are announcing their candidacy. Yeah, the, and I'm like, the, the no, that's not going to do it. That, I'm sorry. I wish that's what would do it, but that's not going to do it. Like these What's two that? people of, who have said, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna run for president." Yeah. Oh yeah, they're not gonna get the, They're not gonna get it. I'm sorry. No. Right. Be nice to see. Nice to switch it up a little bit. But this is always that period. 
before Kasich. the election year when Next people president. start kind of getting on talk Kasich. shows and and um, having right. publicists yeah. make sure that people Great like Colbert and Jimmy Kasich. Fallon ask them if they're going to be running for if they're putting in a bid for president and they kind of laugh and wait for the crowd to cheer you yeah, yeah. You know, I, don't, I can't say anything that. right now right We'll see where the road takes us. They're all cutting you know, a promo at the beginning of Monday Night Raw. You know who was a good example of that was uh, Chris Christie. A lot of people wanted him to run for president. <laughs> and uh, he, no, I'm serious. Like in 2000. I know. People thought like, long, yo, though, he's a real he man. On, he lost so many supporters. Yeah, yeah. he waited really, too long and people dug into like the dumb shit that he did. Yeah. And people were like, well, the never mind, you I fat fuck. Do. A buddy of mine has like this really rich Keep uncle. Going. And Jersey. I, uh, he told me this story about how Chris Christie was sitting next to him in first class. Oh, and when yeah. he found out, I guess, you know, who this guy, he starts making conversation with my buddy's uncle and, you know, schmoozing him. And once he, he's really sizing him up because once he realized how much money how he had, penis? he was trying to, he was trying to shake him down for a campaign contribution. Oh my gosh. On a plane How lame. Christy. Yep. I'm telling you, politicians behind the podium. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was not. He was really popular at one point, and then he, he waited too he long. And, uh, what did he do? He, like, did something was, like... Because, like, I was like, yo, that guy's fucking awesome. Like, he, he doesn't give a shit. Hurricane Sandy met with Obama. was like, we're going to yeah. put all this political bullshit aside and help people. And, and he did do a good job of that. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. He did. He took advantage it's of a crisis. It's so bad that I'm still seeing <laughs> so lame. Sandy Holmes around here. Still seeing what? I still see Sandy Rex around here. Well, oh, yeah. Really? I mean, they were like, I mean, how many hurricanes has Jersey had? Yeah, I mean, None. all up and down. They were like, oh. Um, Jersey, I think, got better. We had our snow chains on. Snow <laughs> Yeah, but yes, know. I agree. Chris Christie did a good job for New Jersey. Um, Cuomo, did he? you know, Andrew evilized Cuomo. Remains to be seen what he's going to do for. Yeah, uh, remains to be seen for the next four years and when a hurricane could be inevitable. Yeah, I think the um, response time is better with the hurricanes now than it was. Years ago, they're kind of anticipating this more. You hear right? More about it's it. like okay, let's just get everyone out. I but know when you go back, another wildfire some point this year. You know, I say God forbid. Every year? Oh no, it happens every year. There is going to be another wildfire. Yeah, oh, there every year in California. There's there's horrible fires. This one just happened to make national news more so, but it's why it's every year because of where it's just it was. Too dry. Because it yeah. hit Miley's house. Oh, yeah. Well, and I Kim's. It was and and in Yeezy's. Yeezy's. <laughs> they got shit for that, too. Kim and uh, Kanye, they hired I'm, private firefighters. Like, yo, you can't well, be a millionaire and thing. complain about anything. Yeah, come on. You you're not allowed to complain about anything want, if you're a millionaire. If a $30 million house burned down, I'm going to spend you know, 50000 to save it. I, wouldn't you do the same thing? I mean, I'm not kidding. It's not like they hired Yo. real firefighters to do it and took them away from saving people. They hired private ones. That's their job. It's Insurance like, company sets these guys up to save them money. And they're like, you want to hire these firefighters? Yeah, of course I do. I'm rich. Why, Why wouldn't I? Thing? I? 
I don't like Kim or Kanye, but I, I think that it was unfair to target them for that because. Well, yo, it's like yo, I'm sorry that I made an album that everybody fucking listened to, and that the money just goes to me because I fucking made it, so I can pay to get right. firefighters to get here faster. Sorry. And, and sorry, janitor. So, because he's not one of those people who's in the one percent who wants to be taxed seventy percent and you know whack it up with the whole countries. The MAGA. best thing ever was Kanye with a MAGA hat. I think he's bad. That was the greatest thing ever. Oh, is like, it bad? I, I, he, I, think, I was like, here's all he approval. Like this insane rapper likes Donald Trump. He's so insane. It just, it, I don't even think he knows why. I think he was like, yo, I think I'll get on TV if I do this. And Trump will be like, yeah, come on into the White House, Kanye. Yeah. Because Trump doesn't his, care. So his wife, I guess, is getting all these letters from inmates now begging her to go back to the Oval Office to ask the president oh, for yeah. more pardons well, for was, more commuted sentences. They did that. He was they were all about that. Yeah. The justice system. Kim. So, like all these inmates are somehow writing her, probably because uh the the last somehow. one gave away her they are somehow writing her with paper, right. pen, postage and envelope. And Kim's like, all right, yeah. Sealed with Suboxin. Sealed with Suboxin. Dick us. So, there's like 800, um, not 800, maybe like 8, 8 to 10 NFL coaches without jobs who are ready to accept jobs. They're ready to accept jobs. That will keep them basically where they are. Like the Jets. They're going okay. to keep them employed. Clark, I want you to pay attention to this. I'm listening. I know the Jets that were in the hunt. No, but ready. Okay. The Jets hired the Dolphins coach. Right. Right. <clears throat> the, what have the Dolphins done in the last 10 years? Deadly shit. Right. They were How many they head coaches have they had? What, one week. In, in, Yo, I, right. One week. They, they won the division. The they won the the division in 2008 when I moved here. When Tom Brady tore his ACL in week one, and yes. a Chad Pennington led the Dolphins to an 11 and five division championship. And I even bought the shirt. I was like, "Holy shit!" I moved here in the Dolphins, and they lost in the first round to the Steelers. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Mm. But that, but there was promise. Mm. Right? Chad Pennington was second in MVP votes that year. That's how boring that season was. What was that? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. What What did the Eagles do that year? The Eagles got uh, Kelly, Chip Kelly as their coach. Yeah. That was the giant and, year. And, and we and we decided to sell away. Team loses to a ten and six team. I was like, wow. There are. If I had bet oh, money yeah. on that, I'd be a rich man. There were two times in my entire life that I rooted for the New York Giants. That was one of them, and the other one was the other time. It was the two Super Bowls against the Patriots. Yeah, that they I'm won for the Eagles and the Cowboys. You can't root for the Patriots. I want to see the face. I hate the fact that there's still one more game. Both of them have another team that they have to get to in order to play each other. I want to see them play each other. 
Can you imagine that? Oh, it would be able to go on fire. It'd be amazing. Like, what sort of records will be, like, just like quadrupled if Nielsen the Eagles? Ratings. What? Nielsen ratings. If the Eagles face the Cowboys in the NFC Championship, like oh, would, I don't like I hate the Braves. I really fucking hate the Braves. Mm. I hate the Giants. I hate the Redskins. I hate the Devils. I hate the fucking Celtics and the Lakers. But <laughs> I hate the Cowboys more than any. Maybe more than anything. Really? I mean, other than like I rack. Like I mean, I for the boys definitely if they play. I pretend to hate the Cowboys. I really don't hate, hate them, them but like any, you hate the Cowboys more than the Patriots. I, yeah, okay. totally. If it was a Super Bowl, Cowboys Patriots, I'd root for the Patriots. No, I'm, I'm I hate the Cowboys the most. I... Yo, Clark, they won three Super Bowls in four years when we were like ten, I, I, eleven, I, I twelve, thirteen. Like when we were like learning what football was. Yeah, they I were remember. like the best. Bills, Bills, and then somebody else. It was like three years they, in a row. They beat the and Bills so two years in a row, and, and those Bills teams were like pounds back then. Those Bills teams were like the greatest. Like Jim oh, Kelly, yeah, Thurman Smith, Thomas, Thurman Thomas. Jim they were Kelly, like Mark, they were like one of the best teams Mark of all Lally, time. The coach, um, Dick Dickleyson. That the last one's not real, but and they, they like shoved it <laughs> deep and hard in them every Super Bowl. All they did was go to the Super Bowl. You cut out the uh, the Cowboys. Mine didn't cut out the Cowboys Bills Super Bowls, which was two in a row, by the way. Yeah, because the Bills went to four Super Bowls in a row. They played the Giants in '91, the the Redskins in '92, the Cowboys in '93, and end in '94. They lost every one. Kind of like shift that back a year for everyone because the football season is so annoying. It goes over two years. Right. It's always yeah. The Cowboys kicked the crap the out of every them. team they played except for the Bills. And it was like the worst. Yeah, they just I hate going. them. Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith. It was like no one's gonna beat them. So I fucking hope to God we meet them in the NFC championship and kill them. It's not gonna happen. Drew Brees is gonna hang fifty five uh, on us. And I'm ho- I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because we played them in the middle of the season and they literally scored 48 on us. And Malcolm Jenkins gave his middle finger to the uh, offensive coordinator of the Saints. And then his leg, like he leaned the wrong way and he tore his hamstring and now he's out for the season. That was a rough game, but I I do agree with you. I don't want to see the Eagles lose. I I don't think you can stop Drew Brees, though. At this point, my dad told me what they should do, and I agree with him, is take out Breeze, even if it's in the, the warm-ups. Just send somebody out there and just, like, clobber him, regardless. of That's the only way you're going to beat him is just take him out. Guys, I'm going to make guys, a, uh, no I'm make a bold. He's, he's not. He's like 39, yeah. I, I'm going to draw from the soul of Joseph Judge Sr. I'm going to say, here's, how, here's the only way we beat them. Take it. They they run under 130 yards on us. If they run under 130 yards on us, we beat them 
by With the passing three game. to five points, Mr. Judge. That's a wise assessment. Both Los Angeles teams are in the playoffs. The Eagles don't make How it. How amazing would that be? It won't happen. Chargers, Rams. Not no, the Ra- Goff sucks. Of course. What's that? Goff what sucks. Rams suck. I want Philip Rivers to win. Celtics for, like, say, uh, if you're a Lakers fan, you obviously hate the Celtics and, and vice versa. Yeah, Lakers. Come on, LeBron. Let's do it, baby. This is the longest LeBron's been injured in his career. Do you think like a month. LeBron has made Cavalier fans from nationwide the way the uh, Steelers and the Cowboys and maybe the Packers have made national fans? Oh. Well, no, because the Cavs have won championship. But they had like, like out of LeBron's entire career, the Cavs like got the... one championship. Right. That's that's yeah. embarrassing. Like, imagine if Kobe was like, yo, I'm going to play for the Sixers my whole career. Like, if you weren't from Chicago, it was still cool to wear a Bulls jersey in the 80s and 90s. There was, like, literally nothing cooler. I was like, I wanted to be a Bulls fan, but I was like, "Mm, I'm not cool enough. Uh, uh, I'll be a Pistons fan. Pistons are cool, man. Pistons are bad boys. Straight out of the like. It was like you were cooler if you were a Pistons fan than a Jordan fan in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. I drove past the Pistons arena once. It was just such a slum. I mean, all of Detroit. Oh, really? But that's what was so great about that team. 75, Interstate 75 or something. (laughs) I've seen it. That's what was so great about that team. That team, it was like, yo, you're great at at your jump shots, but we're going to like punish you if you try to like make a layup that's why they weren't two in a row Orlando Magic was another popular jersey in like the mid 90s 94 to 96 everybody wants to wear the hard way the only Shaq and Penny jerseys right Shaq Shaq and Penny Penny. and Orlando didn't (laughs) they didn't front the money to keep Shaq and Orlando and that's why he went to the Lakers he went to uh, Phoenix right LA L.A. and then he went to Phoenix. Yeah. He went to L.A. and he lost in the in the playoffs to the Spurs, and then he got right. Koba, and then he won three in a row. Koba. He got the second best player of all time, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, it's that- Jordan, Kobe, a, a, a couple other guys. That's what, the top two. of all time. LeBron James will be third. I don't think I've ever LeBron's seen anybody like in the past. Dr. J. I don't know. Fifth. I don't think I've ever seen anybody in this era, meaning from like the Y2K and beyond, wearing a bird Celtics jersey. But again, outside of Boston, I've been to Boston in a while. I'm sure they still do. But I haven't seen a throwback of a Larry Bird jersey. I know. Uh, you don't see that. I love that. I was I, thinking uh, about as that. As much too. as I, I hate wanna... the Celtics, I love the green 33. Mm. White numbers, Larry Bird. Great Larry Bird. Shooting 100 <laughs> foul shots. 33. <laughs> before every game and after What's every it? game. Yeah. The great Larry Bird jerseys, 33. <clears throat> when you take a sip, you buzz like a hornet. All right, predictions. Um, oh, boy. I'm going to predict... 
Cowboys and Eagles both win. I'm gonna go out on that limb. I'm I'm on well too many threads. Everyone's saying the- Eagles, Cowboys, NFC Championship, Clark. I mean, how outside of your mind God, would you be? Because it's Nick Foles. Because it's we're defending the title. There's right. so much uncharted territory. There's a lot of as far as the other teams. Space. The obvious ones are the obvious ones. I mean, Rams. Golf sucks. To, uh, there certainly uh, is a lot of golf sucks. Fingers touching on the poor globe. Todd Gurley. First of all, his name's Gurley, but he's like the best running back in the league, he's, and he's he's banged up. Yeah. Yeah. Predictions for this weekend. Uh, it's going to be the Patriots are going to beat the Chargers. The uh, Rams are going to be. I'm sorry. The Cowboys are going to beat the Rams. The Saints are going to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles, um, which I I hope is. Uh, I respect your um, the data analysis. I respect your and, reality stone. Yes, I admire. Um, I admire your taser, and the. Um, <laughs> And who who else is left? The um, the Taser. Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs will beat the uh, Colts. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Chief, you think Mahomes is going to beat Andrew Luck? Um, they're playing in Kansas City. Right in Arrowhead, hardest place to oh play. Oh my god! I'm I'm putting my money on Andrew Luck. I'm going to be the weirdo because I don't I don't think it's going to happen because the Chiefs score points like by accident, and the Colts' offense or defense is shitty. Yeah, right. I don't think Andrew Luck's losing that game. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry at all. That's a fine. But uh, I don't think – I think Mahomes, it's his first playoff appearance. Andrew Luck's been in the playoffs every year of his career. There's just no way he's losing. That's why it's sports with John and not sports with Clark. And I admire your friendly's jubilee role. But I mean, I most likely my gut the Rams are, are going to win, I think. But, uh, you know, now I'm backstroking because I said the Cowboys and the, the Eagles. But I want to believe that the Cowboys and the Eagles will win. Yeah, that would be a great game. I would I want to believe that. that. So I'm going to play this the Cowboys to win anything. I'm... Like, the, the fact that the Cowboys won a playoff game... To me, like when when I woke up Monday morning and it was like, holy shit, the Cowboys beat the Seahawks. Clark, weren't you like a little like, fuck, I don't want them to ever win. Ever. Always, at first. But then you see there's a chance for for them to be. Okay, so this feels like 2009. This feels like 2009 to me. Good call. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Patton is singing the national anthem at the Rams Cowboys game. Oh my! Talk about a band I haven't heard of in years. Talk about they need, need to get better talent out there. It's L.A. Come on, step up. Get like Neil Diamond or something. Step it up a little bit. Who? Faith no more. Faith no Mm. more. That's like. That's like. What is it? I'm pretty sure it's a gay guys like band. All right. Um. Listen. And he's also selling hot dogs in the, in the level 300 <laughs> after the anthem. For free. It's work. <laughs> and peanuts. That's my prediction. Yeah, all right. I'm not a smart go. man. Hold on. Let me see the playoff picture. But I do here. know what are we, what are we what left love with. Is. All right. I'm going to still call the Cowboys over the Rams, even though it's a long one. It's a long shot, but I'm going to go with it. Uh... Cowboys over the Rams. Okay, so 
the Cowboys, the thing about them is Ezekiel Elliott, if you just hand him the ball 35 times a game and and you lose, then well, you have to start you have to start drafting people that like no one knows. I definitely think that because Ezekiel Elliott Colts. is amazing. Like I hate his fucking guts. He went to Ohio State. He he was on the team that won the first college national championship. They beat Oregon or Alabama, whatever. Ohio State. They were the first team to win the undisputed national championship because of Ezekiel Elliott. And I used to love it. Agreed. When we would play the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott would touch the ball like eight times a game because it meant like we had a chance. But now, because of fucking Stephen A. Smith, who I love... But he's the one that's like, yo, the Cowboys will win if you give Ezekiel the ball like 15 times a game. In the last eight games, he's gotten the ball 15 times or more, and they have not lost. And they are on a tear because he's he's one of those like Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders players who you're like, well, when he gets the ball, like we can try to tackle him. Barry Sanders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like those players where you're like, when they get the ball, you're like, oh, we're, tr- we're just guessing, like, as he's running, like, faster than everybody. They're just too quick. On my face. They're just too Prime time. Let him up. Barry Foster. Uh, Barry the reason Foster. I think the, the Rams will Steelers. not uh, beat the Number Cowboys 29. is uh, they have been the same team. That they've been they've, they've slipped a little bit they've been kind of shitty in the last six games how, how do you take care of that the guy's obsessed man dude they're obsessed. quarterback all right this yeah, is how going, this is i'm going cowboys and eagles on the nfc side i'm gonna take the chiefs and the pats oh, arrowhead arrowhead is arrowhead the greatest home field advantage in all of sports because it's so loud Dude, it's built to like okay, so uh where the Seahawks play? They built like things to like like echo the noise, to like make it the loudest stadium ever, whatever. Yeah, the acoustics are uh, the the amphitheater are um uh they're loud. Like when baby Hannah goes to tiny notes or whatever the hell you guys take her to, it's like the acoustics in the room are loud. Song for seeds. What is it called? Songs for seeds. I was like, yo, guess what? She's not a seed anymore. She was a seed in my nutsack. By the way, hey, tiny notes. By the way, yeah, hey, Ashley posted some picture, and the tag was songs for seeds. I thought it was the cutest thing in the world. And somehow I morphed that into tiny notes. What the fuck is that? But it actually works. And you were like, yo, we're going to tiny notes. You're like, that that works. But did you see the picture of her? Yeah, adorable. She's, She's doing the macho man. Yeah. Like every, before every... Flying elbow. Savage. Before every flying elbow that no one ever broke out of other than Ultimate Warrior, the Macho Man would do this. Yeah, straight up because he knows you're going he's, down. He's not just number one. He's double number one. He's Yeah. 
So I do that every time I every time I walk up, walk into Hannah's bedroom, I do that to her, and now she does. Oh, you've impressioned the young babe of of a glorious thing. My daughter will be cooler than most guys in her class. People, most human beings in the world. And I play Uh, like Beatles and Stones to her. She like she dances to like Sympathy for the Devil. Impression them young with the right stuff. It's like I will make the coolest person of all time. Oh yeah, it's a project. It's homework. I didn't get married just because it's like you know what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah, but it's and that. Oh, I'm not even gonna make a joke after we were just talking about a child. So I'm just gonna say that was a great, great sports with John. That was hopefully not the last one. That was a pretty good show. Pretty good. Pretty good show. John, 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 John. Hopefully not the you last know, one. We did a show. We did show 300, and the audio was so bad that we had to just throw it out. And in that show, I said, I'm not doing sports with John ever again. That was a lie. Because that was the universe's way of that saying was a lie. not to end it. Now this show, something's going to happen with but this. But this Sports with John was no updates on scores. It was kind of original. It was all about, hey, I want your predictions. Tell me Which what I you like. Think. And we're going to talk about that. So it's kind of a new platform. But wait a I minute. I do like the platform. Do we all just like predict the Patriots are going to win? Does, yeah. does anyone think, like does anyone realistically think, other than like because Bill Belichick is still coaching a team, that any team has a chance. Nobody. Right? You can't beat the Patriots. I, I mean, like, the guy's 40 years old, and he's playing better than anybody. Like, they're, like he's just a machine. Like, you want Philip Rivers at this point to, like, like, Philip Rivers, holy shit, you've been in the league for, like, 15 years. You've come so close so many times. Big Ben, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady have kind of, like, been in your way. I kind of like want him to just get like yeah, one. He's a, such a fucking good quarterback. He's a great quarterback, especially but with his have, penis. The Patriots are so good that they should have peaked like ten years ago, like most quarterbacks do. But they're just that good that the residual, like years later, they're just too good they're to unravel. Like they won't. With Tom Brady, he'll just retire great. It won't be like he played a couple shitty seasons and he's gone. I mean, the guy's forty. He's just going to go out one year and that's it. And like. A lot of tight ends, like tight ends, get like one or two good years. Gronk's on like his fifteenth, amazing. Like no one can defend him, and it's like uh, even he's like finally breaking down. It's great to see. It is good to see. It's very, it's very exciting though. I'll tell you that. Best Batman ever. Who? You tell me. Keaton oh, well, my, or Bale? My favorite is is, is Christian Bale the greatest actor in, of our generation? I just watched Public Enemies for the second time this week, um, and I, I can't get over how good Christian Bale is. Uh, he's never done anything where I was like, oh, "God, he he no, mailed he, that in." He's amazing, and he was he was Batman three movies in a row, and the only thing people complained about was his voice, and he had nothing to do with that, like. Post production made his voice sound that way. 
Right, and I didn't complain about that because I think that deep voice is cool. Like, what do you do? It's like that's how I want Batman to sound. I want him to sound scary when he's talking to bad guys. He's whispering in the alley. I think Christian Bale was the best Batman. Michael Keaton is my favorite, though. If that makes any sense. Yep. He was just so like because he was a normal guy. Sorry. He was Bruce Wayne. He wasn't intimidating, and then he was Batman. It's like what everybody wants to be. He was like, like, you know, rich and he's smooth, but like you can relate to him. He well, kind of like Bale forgot was he was perfect. rich. Kristen Bale was too perfect. He would show up in like a Lamborghini with like supermodels, and you're like, I just can't relate to him. Michael Keaton, you could. It's like if Christian Bale was an A plus, Michael Keaton was. Here's how you learn how to be an A plus, and Bale did that. Like Bale was so good, but like Michael Keaton, it was like he was my next door neighbor playing Batman. Yeah, and I loved right. him. You relate and to I wanted him. to touch him. You guys want to put tonight in the W column? <laughs> nope. Thank you for being on this journey with us uh, as we reach the milestone of ep- episode 300 of the Podcastle. We're just getting started, and uh, we're kicking off a new year. Oh, there with, goes the uh, dynamite! The gentleman in charge of the predictions of, yeah, right, the New York Jets and uh, Joe Willie <laughs> Namath's uh, women this weekend, Michael Scardi, to the uh, man in charge of koozies <laughs> beating up homeless men at the gas station and winning the Super Bowl, John Hassinger, to the oh, man in charge gosh. of Googling koozie, mispronouncing yeah. the word, saying something racist, apologizing, yeah. and getting in trouble for it. I'm Matthew Clark. Thank you for listening. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Good night, everybody. I must knock on wood. Godspeed. Enter and mock three times on the ceiling if I want <laughs> you. That was a great show. That was a doozy of a 300. <laughs> That certainly was special. Gerald Ford died dead today. <laughs> dead today. His plane started to crash. He it fell out of the window and was chopped into little bits by the propeller. But David what? Stewart looks like what? Does he look like the high school janitor that's like, I fucking have been doing this way too long. Who? David Stewart. Oh, yeah. Now, he looks like that or the guy that's uh, used to be in a band, didn't really play his instrument well, and then he's kind of getting good at it. Run along now, don't be glum. Get you gone now, have some fun. Don't be long for the end is now. Don't let moments pass along and waste before your eyes. Watch with me in the borough grows Come with me in the slightly toes And never ask us why Come, 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 come along now Run away from the humdrum We'll go to a place that is safe from Green anger and